Welcome to the Stalking Dead Podcast, where we zombie walk our way through all things The Walking Dead. This show, we talk about the current season of The Walking Dead, and we have a very special guest, the man who inspired me to take up comics. Welcome to the Stalking Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Troy L. Smith, uh, and today's special guest is the man, the myth, the legend, it's Cousin Tom. Cousin Tom, how you doing? Good, how you doing? I'm good. Now... Before we get into this whole thing, I want to explain to people, you know, you're my cousin, obviously, and you really kind of were that that role model growing up that all the younger cousins who were getting into comic books and G.I. Joes and and everything, you know, uh, fanboyish, you were already there, like, years ahead of us. (laughs) Yes. Um, We even, you know, over the years, we've watched the Lost finale together. We've shared that bond. Um, I think I ruined about half your G.I. Joes when I was about 10. I got you uh, into Phantom Menace. I apologize. That is right. Did get, well, you got, you know, when the special edition of Star Wars came out, you were, you were kind of my library of information for that. And then there was the Phantom Menace, but we all, we all made a mistake with that one. <laughs> we okay. Learned. So, yeah. So before I can officially welcome you to the podcast, I have to ask everyone the same three questions that comes on. So here we go. The first one, pretty simple. Who is your favorite character on The Walking Dead and why? Uh, my favorite character is Negan, just because he is the anti-hero that the show and the comics needed. All right. Now, I knew you were going to say that, but I also wanted to gauge it because a lot of people have been disappointed with Negan's transition from the comic books. I mean, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's great. I think everyone kind of loves him and loves the casting of him. But there's been some criticism that he hasn't really clicked on the show. I think the problem is the fact that how Negan, in, Negan is in the comics, he's more over the top than TV, even AMC, could ever allow. So... Obviously, if they're basing it on the comics, they are going to be disappointed, but they have to go with an open mind into a TV show. If it was on HBO, it would be a different story. And it's really like some some of the people they've seen, you know, you're referring to a lot of the swearing. I mean, they've done some of the unedited stuff, but even then. Right, yes. And um, like I said, his over-the-top actions, and he's a little bit more uh, just insane in the comics where where they could put it into the TV and have the fan base accept it might be different because there's always a comic book fan base and a TV fan base and they're not exactly the same. Right. Okay, so my second question is in in the history of your life if you could turn any one person into a walker, who would it be? One person into a walker? Yeah. Anybody would, you want? Um, um, I would say my, uh, my, uh, the bully I had in grammar school. Yeah, that would be cool. You go with the bully you had in grammar school. Yeah, throw him as a walker. Okay. Uh, and my final question is: This is your Morgan moment. You know, in that first season, first episode, Morgan's got the rifle aimed at his wife. She's a walker. He can't bring himself to pull the trigger. Faced with the same situation, could you make it happen? Could you put your significant other out of her misery? I think I could, only because the fact that, as it's been proven, they're not the person that they were. 
So you're not starting a Herschel barn. Uh, you know, you're not you're not collecting family members. No, I'm not collecting family members and throwing them chickens with broken legs. No. <laughs> How plentiful can the chicken be for a walker? You know, like we see them eat. I feel like they were not being fed properly in Herschel's barn. Right. Well, I'm sure the chickens would have tired if the walkers didn't get to them soon quick enough. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, you know, just some background. Uh, we obviously connected on The Walking Dead. I think we've both been watching it at least for a season or two. Were you in it from the beginning, from the premiere season as it aired on AMC? Yep, uh, they roped me in at the first show. And it's I have not missed a show since. Are you surprised at how far it's come? Because I remember watching it. Obviously, ratings-wise, it wasn't as popular. Nothing really it was as popular as it became. Uh, were you surprised at how big it's gotten? Yes, I mean, it's always a hit or miss with anything. And to have, I think, the fan base appreciates the actors and what they do, and the actors appreciate the fan base and what they're not allowed to do, but what essentially they are allowed to do. You know, because there's a lot of main characters that die that wouldn't really fly in any other series. Right. Did you read the comic book before you got into the show, or did you go back to the comic I read the comic book before the show. Oh, okay. So you kind of you were on board with knowing that this was being converted into a TV series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, at first there's always rumors and stuff, but it was good to see that you know uh, AMC picked it up or a cable station where they could they have a little bit more wiggle room than Fox yeah. or CBS. I think HBO had turned it down originally. You know, oh, really? I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, that yeah. See, that would have made it so much more intense. I could be wrong. I'm I'm almost positive about the HBO thing, but I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, they brought it. Uh, Kirkman's team had kind of brought the concept to HBO. They said no. Then when they, I think they went to pitch to Network, maybe it was NBC, said hell no. And right. then <laughs> – I think they got Darabont, Frank Darabont, the director, on at some point, uh, the first showrunner. And obviously he did Shawshank Redemption, so he carried this clout with him. And AMC was like, let's do it. Um, so here we are. Yeah, and they're on a high on Breaking Bad, too. So they yeah, kind of had the Midas touch. They did. They had a good run there. You know, they had uh, Mad Men as well, um, mm-hmm. which was really popular. I'm, I'm curious because I got into the comic book after the fact. Uh, and I think most people watching the show did since there's like, you know, 15 million viewers. Um, was there like a fandom? I mean, I, I don't want to compare it to Marvel cause, or DC because Marvel and DC are such huge comic book giants. But what was the popularity of the Walking Dead comic book? I think the popularity was just the fact that there was no superhero. There was no superpowers. It was just something crazy happening in a world and people trying to survive it. And like, like the show, it was... A, it was kind of about the zombies, but what would you do? What would people do to survive the apocalypse? Yeah, I always think that's the most interesting thing. It's kind of like everybody focuses on the zombies, which is great. You know, I, I love zombie movies, love The Walking Dead. But really, if you look at this series since the beginning, the people have been the biggest danger. I mean, we have Shane who prioritizes sleeping with his best friend's wife right after the zombie apocalypse. Right, yeah. <laughs> Saves her for that probably, but yeah. <laughs> Mission one. Mission one. <laughs> yeah. Lie and say I saw my friend die, then sleep with his wife in the woods after yeah. he had been showered for a month. I and then put a bed in front of his door hoping that that would save him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do those walkers go? 
they just didn't smell Rick out. They were like, the hell with this? He's in his <laughs> hospital bed. Right, yeah. Well, he's not moving, so he must be dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what were your expectations? I, we talk all the time about, you know, how do you think the walking dead's going, still going good. Coming out of last season, were you on a high? Were you a little worried going into season eight? Even, you know, we had the all-out war storyline, which is huge in the comics, obviously. Right, yeah. No, I was – I'm always worried with um, – because – but the producers and everybody say, well, we need to top ourselves now. Well, at a certain point, how are you going to top something that has been running so well so long? They've been doing it, don't get me wrong, but at what point do is it just so difficult that they just get frustrated and kind of you know, try something new that's not right, you know? I thought it was interesting this season, almost like, it feels like a throwback. I thought the first episode was kind of artsy in just the way that, you know, they were throwing in the future Rick thing, which we'll get to in a second. But the, the, these other episodes have just kind of been straightforward story. Like, let's get into this action. Let's focus on the characters people love. Let's, you know, focus on groups of characters rather than separating everyone too specifically. Um, it really felt great just to, to have that vibe again. Yeah, and, you know, I've I've talked to a bunch of people who are like, well, it's slow-paced, it's this, it's that. It said, well, you have to realize that they're building up to something very big that's going to be hopefully really grand. So, yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time to get there. But I told the, or, you know, I pointed out to other people, people felt the same way a, a couple for a couple different seasons, and they forget about it when it climaxes. I think that's how every sh- every show is. I don't. I'll never knock Breaking Bad. It might be the greatest drama ever. I actually thought the first half of the first season, maybe the first entire season, not a bad season, but relatively slow. Nobody remembers that anymore because the story was this five season arc that they you know, perfectly told. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the way you know the first couple uh, episodes might be slow, and people are like, oh my god, what? And then all of a sudden it's like wham, and then. Yeah, short short attention span. They're like, oh, this is great. Well, you didn't say that last week. Well, so you got to keep an open mind. I think The Walking Dead might be the most criticized show or overanalyzed show in the history of television. It's obviously the most popular cable series ever, but I've never seen this level of putting every single move and episode and decision the showrunners make under the microscope. It's insane. Right, and that's the problem. When you're that popular, that's going to happen, and then when you're basing it on a comic book where people kind of know what's going on, you you know, they expect change, but how much change, where is the change going to go? It kind of gets, you know, muddied when it comes to what, and I just, I just enjoy the show. Enjoy it for what it's worth. It makes me, it puts people on their, at the edge of their seats, makes them happy, makes them insane every Sunday that it's on. And that's go with it. That's the thing, too. You know, everyone talks about – everyone had an opinion about Glenn being killed because, hands down, the biggest moment in the comic book. And then you know it's coming. So for all the fans who don't read the comic book, the showrunners are like, well, we have to kill this fan favorite. And for everyone who does read the comic book, the showrunners are like, we have to kill this fan favorite. And it has to be as good as it is in the comic book, which is impossible because they we already know it's coming. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, the, the Abraham story arc change was good. Um, but you know, you know, eventually somebody in the co- that died in the comic is more than likely going to die in the TV series. Maybe not the same way, right? 
but it all seems to somehow interact and come together the way it should. They've done some good things. You know, they've given Michonne sort of that Andrea storyline mm-hmm. from the comic. Then Carol kind of took on some of the Michonne storyline. They do a good job keeping the story there, whether the characters are um, sticking to their specific roles. Then you have Morgan, who dies in the comic book. I think everyone's happy that he's still on the show. Yeah, I think the actor himself has made Morgan bigger than he actually could ever be in the comic book, which is is just really amazing, especially since they're crying for him to come back after him being in two episodes. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay. But they, again, they took the ball and ran with it, and it's been an, an awesome storyline. Well, that's what you know, I wanted to get to next. What do you think of this whole, you know, his arc this season? Because Morgan, for the stretch, you know, there was clear, and then there was all life is precious. Now it's like everyone freaking die, okay? That's where yeah, everybody now. that's going against them has to die. Well, you know, he did, he wasn't exposed to a Negan and the follow or his followers up until that point. And then you get to really see and understand how blind faith or following somebody to that extreme can affect in everybody around them. And yeah, you kind of need to take not an eye for an eye, but you know, if it's between you and them, you surviving or them surviving, you're going to want to survive. You can't try to find a peaceful solution to people that are just seeing red all the time. Do you think Jesus is delusional, this whole, let's put him in the trailers outside the hilltop? I, obviously, he thinks that these people can live with the community at some point. Is that just, if he lost his mind, come on. Uh, I don't see, again, being a fan of the comic, and I don't want to give anything away, but I think he's reaching too hard for an easy resolution to a problem, where it's going to be more convoluted and complex than, you know, people, him, or anybody would understand. What did you think of Morales coming back? Because I read rumors that a character was coming back. I assumed it was Heath. They actually caught me off guard. But that's rare to do because I analyzed the show to death. But I was shocked. I wasn't expecting Morales. Yeah, no, neither was I because he was supposedly hightailing it way the heck away from everything and everybody. To Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so to have him, and, you know, it's also good to show that people just do good things. People just do bad things to survive, and, you know, you're going to, like Rick, you're going to lose people along the way. You're going to pick up other people, and, you know, you know, it's one in three or one in four shot of where he was going to end up. You know, either the Hilltop, Alexandria, with the Saviors, or the Kingdom. It'll be interesting to see, you know, we talk about Heath. What are they going to do with Heath? Because he's no longer on 24 Legacy, which is not a show anymore. So, oh. yeah, they, that got canceled. That's why I thought, you know, the mention of Heath coming back, that was the reason he left. They left that open. I figured 24 Legacy being canceled was his door to come back to the series. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, it all depends. I don't know. It's just, you know, that's the whole thing with uh, you just, if you're on a show that's good and you're given an opportunity to go to a different show, I don't know. I, I'm just like, well, this is <laughs> this is going to go on for a while. I'm uh, always shocked. That another one will go. I'm shocked because they, you know, I think Andrew Lincoln and Norma Reedus, 
just got huge raises for the eighth season, they've been able to keep this core of actors, a lot of whom were in movies before The Walking Dead. They've been able to keep them pretty much focused on the series. I know uh, the actress who plays Michonne, you know, uh, the actress who plays Maggie, they've been in, you know, some people have bounced around the movies and come back. Uh, but they managed to keep this tight, this this core group. Well, I think, too, it you know, I think them doing the kamikaze and stuff like that gives them an appreciation of how much the fans appreciate them. But, you know, also, it's only, you know, it's not like the old days where you had 32, 36 episodes. There's only, what, 16 with a break in between. So right. they do have spare time if they choose to use it, like Michonne being in Black Panther and Maggie being Batman's mom, you know, so, uh, you know, they do have some, you know, be able to branch out, but again, if they appreciate and understand what the Walking Dead TV series is, they're not going to stray too far from it. Yeah, I was glad to see Maggie as Batman's mom in uh, Dawn of Justice, because we haven't seen Batman's parents die enough in movies. Right, yeah, well, they Uh, had some good actors, so, (laughs) Negan and Maggie, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Can't go wrong. Obviously, a little Walking Dead. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, what do you think of this Daryl we're seeing here? Uh, Rick hasn't come out and said anything. His face says a lot of, hey, Morales, remember you're from Atlanta. See you later. Arrow through the head. And then we right, just yeah. shoot, shoot this savior guy who'd given himself up. What do you make of what's going on with Daryl? Well, I think Daryl is... Um, uh, more black and white now, you know. Uh, uh, even though they knew him, and but they haven't, he hasn't been around in a while. He had a a gun to his best friend. You know that kid that got shot at the end was shooting at Rick and him. And again, they're saviors, so who can trust them? So you know, it's it's a you know kind of a yeah. I know him. I don't know him, and he's threatening you. Could you have talked him down, or would he have just shot you? And I would have had to shoot him anyway. Yeah, it's been a, you know, and Daryl, it's been a rough run for him. He lost his brother. I mean, his brother was D bag, but he lost his brother. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he lost Beth, who we become close to. He, you know, loved Daryl, but it, you know, it is mostly his fault that Glenn is dead. The way that they played that out, um, he right, met well, yeah. uh, and now he's here, and I think he's just over it, kind of like. You know, the hell with this. You know, it'll be interesting when they all come together because you have Jesus who wants everyone to keep the peace. Morgan peaced out, but, you know, Daryl and Rick, especially Daryl, obviously, they don't give two craps about the saviors at this point. It's Right, yeah, they started the war. They're going to finish the war, essentially. And then someday we will get back to Negan and Gabriel who are just maybe making uh, hot cocoa or something. Right, you know, maybe he kept (laughs) finding them a shitting pants. I mean, I don't know, but it was just so irritating when they stayed put that in there and you're like, okay, next week we're going to find out. And yeah, next week is going to be sometime soon. I, I actually thought, I didn't mind that like they skipped one episode, but then it was two, yeah. then three. And I'm kind of like, I, I have this feeling and I don't know. So I'm not spoiling anything for anyone. I have a feeling that they were going to use a scenario to tell Negan's backstory, but which I would welcome. I, I, I'm yeah. sure you've read Negan's here. The, uh, the special edition comic book that tells his backstory. Uh, no, I have not read that yet. It's amazing. And so, and, you know, I recommend anybody go out and read it, buy it, whatever, ask for yeah. it for Christmas. Um, I'm waiting it, for it to get on Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that, uh, 
it's, it tells his backstory, and I, I'm hoping that they go with that. Cause I think it would also help the character grow a little more on the audience because, yeah, like you said with the comic, right now he does seem a little bit like he's in a different show than everyone else. Um, yeah. In a different different world. Um, you know, we talk about The Walking Dead, the story, and, and people's disappointment. I'm always interested to ask a, a big fan like you, how long do you think this can go? Because the showrunners come out, and it's I think this can go 50 years. This has potential to go as long as um, they want it to go. I mean, at a point, probably next season, it's going to exceed the comics. So then they're going to have to really go with what they want to do. Um, so, But, yeah, I think um, as long as they keep true to what they've been doing, this could go on forever. Does it worry you if they get past the comic? Because, you know, our example that we have to look at is Fear the Walking Dead, and it's gotten a little bit better, but they never, on their own, you know, Kirkman and the writers, they didn't really do an amazing job with that. Well, I think because, you know, Kirkman is, this is his, this is his baby. This is what he could get onto TV from his comics. I think, I think it's still going to have what it has. And again, the com- the comics will be different different than the TV show, like it has been. So it's not going to be like, okay, I watch the TV show and I'm going to read the same thing in the comic. So like I read most of the comics, I, the TV show is different. So I don't think that there's there's going to be some crossover like there has been, but not much. Do you like see it? Oh, like I said to a friend the other day, I said it's like this show, the story arcs are like an eight where you have the beginning point and then it veers away from the comic books and then it comes back together. And then it veers away from each other and comes back together. Do you see it as the kind of show as it just keeps going? Or do you, and I talked to someone who had this theory that it would become like Star Trek, like The Walking Dead, the next generation. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess that could happen. I mean, there's always going to be walkers. There's always going to be, People who don't get along, but uh, no, I think the next generation is Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do with that because I've you know followed it and it's gotten better. And now they're talking about doing this Walking Dead crossover that rumored to maybe involve Abraham's character. Um, so yeah. you know, I think they might be able to pull that off. Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has potential. Um, you know, might get people to watch Fear of the Walking Dead a little bit more if they have a fan favorite from The Walking Dead in it. Yeah, we talk about, you know, part next season, but one of the big things people are waiting for, and obviously the show is teasing this, I think we can assume it's coming in the mid-season finale, future Rick. Now we have old man Rick, who is still with Michonne, who apparently hasn't aged, but Rick has aged 20 years. Right. (laughs) (laughs) uh, What do you make of, both of these, because it seems like there's two storylines. There's old, old man Rick in the, you know, utopia or whatever, and then there's Rick by the graves and then Rick crying his eyes out. Yeah, there's, and that's the one thing I, I've talked about, too, is that they they threw a lot at you in the 100th episode. And, yeah. You know, the one right after, the 101, and, you know, you're trying to wrap your head around it, then all of a sudden they just bounce into the war. So they're kind of keeping things hanging and and just kind of misplaced. Maybe, you know, again, I'm, I don't know, maybe, like you said, mid-season, it'll wrap it all up in a nice, neat little ball. But you can only hope that right now. But again, the writers seem good enough to understand that, you know, you don't leave that hanging. 
for too long yeah. without upsetting a lot of people. It seemed like they were definitely going somewhere. Then they, I think they pumped up the mid-season finale to 88 minutes, which generally tells me something bad's going to happen to someone important. Um, yeah. You know, or they just want to sell more commercials or both. Um, yeah, 88 minutes might only be eight minutes of show. I don't, I don't remember what the first time they did that. I think literally the last like 20 minutes was like four minutes of show. It was just commercial, commercial, commercial. Yeah, I know. Well, they have to pay for the the higher salaries now, so. Jeez. Um, before I before I let you go, you know, obviously we're Walking Dead, talking about the Walking Dead, but I got to ask you, you know, one of your big favorite comic books and characters ever. Spawn. They're talking about making remaking a Spawn movie. Um, <laughs> I assume it's yeah. a welcome thing. I, the bar is low uh, for Spawn movies. <laughs> right. Yeah. They. Um, I think they bit off more than they could chew with the first Spawn movie. Um, so if they can kind of get their thoughts together a little bit better and um, not worry so much about the special effects and kind of build the character, I think they have a better shot of it being a better movie. And hopefully so, they can bring back John Leguizamo's um, because he was he was the key to everything in that first one. Yeah, what a clown! But yes, <laughs> absolutely. I, I mean, there's good points like everything else. There's good and bad. It's like the Crow, the remake of the Crow. Ugh. Wait, is that happening? Did that Supposedly, happen? they're, they're teasing it. There's so much so, mythology with the crow, like you, you know, the film, the original film itself exists in that time period, and you have the death of Brandon Lee. It's really weird. Yeah, and you know, it's a cult classic, but it's somehow a little bit bigger than a cult classic. So it's definitely, you know, again, when you try to reboot or remake a movie, man, it it could go south very fast, and you're uh, you're not as good of an actor as you thought you were. So I mean, I hope. You know, I hope it's good because I I enjoy the first one, but you know, again, open mind is something completely different. Cool, well, cousin Tom. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Really great to have you, and I'm sure we'll have right. you back as, oh, as time pleasure. goes on. All right, cool. all right, Troy. Take care. Thank you. You too. Yeah.